Have you ever wondered how to become more attractive to women? Let's talk about it. Hey, 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 Charisma here. Welcome back. Have you been struggling to attract women? If you are, you're in the right place. Today, we're going to be talking all about that as a man, how to attract women or how to become even more attractive to women. And today on the show, I have with me Lopez Lassane, and he is going to break down the science and the art of becoming more attractive to women. He's an author of Boss Life Moves, and he's also the host of Love Can't Wait podcast. Welcome to the show, Lopez. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So share a little bit about what you do and what led you to really focusing in on helping men to become their best version of themselves. Well, I focus on helping mainly men become the best version of themselves. And I got started because, you know, when I was younger, I, um, you know, I didn't have the guidance. I didn't have anybody around me. I was far away from home. And once I got out of the military, I, you know, I started meeting guys that had the same or similar problem as I did. And so that turned into me you know, helping them out, uh, pointing them in the right direction and things kind of, you know, progress from there. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. And, you know, in today's society, men are struggling. Men are struggling on so many different levels. So it's great to hear someone who's, you know, really focusing on, on really helping men to become the best version of themselves. And especially when it comes to relationships. So what would you say, how can a man become more attractive to women? What would you, what would be some of the key elements that you would say? I said the first thing you have to know who you are. You have to figure that out first before you get caught up into what, what a, a woman wants or how to become more attractive. Why don't you figure out who you are, what you want to do with your life. Um, and you know, everything, most of the things usually take care of itself, but you know, we live in a world where, a lot of people are not really sure of who they are or what they want to do with their own life. And, and it takes time. It, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, you know, even when we get out of college or high school, we, a lot of us, we, we're still growing. We are still trying to figure things out. So a lot of times until we figure out who we are, what we want to do our own lives. And, you know, then, you know, as it's, it's a process. Some people say it's a journey. I don't think it really has to be a journey, but, you know, but it's a process, you know? And then once you start mingling with people, mingling with women, if you're a man, you know, um, you figure out what you like, what you don't like, who you like, what you, who you don't like. And things you see happen naturally. Mm -hmm. So you said, to the key would be to figure themselves out and how would they go about doing that? Because they probably say, well, I've been trying to figure myself out and I'm still, I still don't know who I am. How, what would you say to that man that's still struggling to know who he is? 
as a person? Well, the best way to do this, the best time to do this, I would say, is when you're younger. Because when you're younger, you can try try a lot of different things. That way you can figure out what you like and what you don't like. But as you know, I know I, I waited until I was in my 30s to truly figure out what I really wanted to do in life and what I really mm. wanted and what I really like. So the earlier you do that, the better. You have to try a lot of different things. You have to and, and travel. Traveling the world is priceless. And you don't necessarily have to go overseas or go to other countries. You know, you can just travel wherever you're located in your, your country or, you know, in your state and meet different people. You know, there's a different, a whole big world out here. Every, every, like every place away from your home is not the same. People are different. People dress different. People act different. People talk different. So, you know, once you travel and get out of your comfort zone and start doing things, you, you begin to figure out what you like, what you don't like, or who you want to be, or you know, that's, that's my, so that's my best advice. Mm-hmm. And what, what about when it comes to relationships, like choosing that woman or, you know, being attractive to a woman that's really going to, to be good for you in a positive way? What would you say to that? I would say that yeah, a lot of times we're focused on the people that we think we want to be with. I think mm-hmm. think we want to be, we think they want to be with us. And mm-hmm. everybody is just not into us like that. Like that. You know, um, I think sometimes, um, sometimes the right person can be standing right in front of us, but we don't realize, mm-hmm. you know? So I think we should focus on the people that, are there and they you're and you don't have to do anything for them to be there. You know, you know, a lot of times we, we, like when we go out on dates or, or when we attempt to go out on a date with somebody, we, we feel, we feel like we have to go to, out to a restaurant. We have to go to the rest, to the movies. We have to go on, on a weekend trip, but sometimes just being in the person's presence, you don't necessarily have to do anything, you know? And that's a, kind of like a key indicator that this person just like my existence. They just, they like who I am as a person, as a human being, you know what I'm saying? So that's, you just have to, and it takes time to grow with somebody that doesn't happen overnight. I know we live in a, a, a you know, some people would say a, a microwave society where everyone wants things fast, but you have to grow together. You have to get to know each other and it takes time. And, Get to know the other person's family, you know, you know, see, find out where, how they grew up and where they grew up at that, that way you get a a much better feel on if this is a person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. Mm -hmm. And in, in today's society, when it comes to modern women, they come with a list of requirements for men these days. They want them to be six feet tall, have a six pack make six figures and all the things and men are having a hard time because they, some of them, a lot of them don't necessarily meet those, those requirements, which to me is kind of like delusional requirements. But what would you say to a man who's been encountering women with these ridiculous 
expectations or requirements? What would you say to him when he's trying to like find and settle down with a, you know, a good woman, but he's encountering all of these women that more that more are into all these delusional yeah. requirements? I would tell those guys, don't get caught up in any of that stuff. Now, there's a lot of women out here that believe that's the type of guy that they want. Mm-hmm. But even those women, when they, if they manage to get one of those guys, they realize that that's not really, that's not what they want. Because there's a lot that comes along with the rich guy or the athlete or the entertainer. So mm-hmm. I tell a lot of guys, don't even get caught up in the what, what, when they start talking like that. Because uh, most people don't really they don't really know what they want until they get it, until they have that experience. So that's just talk at the end of the day. You know? <laughs> it's like, I mean, I, most guys that I grew up looking at as a kid, they they not rich. They didn't even have a car at the time, and and women were calling them. You know, blowing their phone up because I grew up before before the cell phone age. You know, before cell phones came in the picture, but the people these guys were getting phone calls and these women were coming to pick them up. They didn't have a car. You know, I went to college with guys with athletes. They didn't have a car, and 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 the women just like being around them. So, and the and the reality is, most people are not rich. Most guys are not rich. So. You, it's hard to focus on something that you don't have. So that, so that's what I would say to these guys. Yeah, and you know, feminism has made it more challenging for men right across the board. And it, in addition to the delusional requirements, I mean, we see that women are acting more like men these days. Like a man can sleep around, so well. It's my body, my choice. I can sleep around with as many men as I want. And they think that they're the same as a man. They can do the same. But it's different, you know, when a woman sleeps around or, or is promiscuous than when a man does it. It's a total different ballpark. So what would you say to a man who who's encountering, okay, so he's encountered the women with the delusional requirements, but also the women who are, who just don't value fidelity or don't value being with just one man. Let's say they have a high body count. Like what should he do, do when he encounter a woman with a high body count? Well, everybody's not for everybody. Mm. You got to keep that in mind. That a lot, all of us were raised different and yeah. we have, everybody has different values and, you know, we care about the different things. So, you know, if 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 someone's values is, is not in alignment with yours, well, that's okay. Because everybody's mm-hmm. not for everybody. And, um, you know, some people don't see things the same. Some people, there's some women, you know, they feel like they can do anything a man can do. Mm-hmm. And if they think that way, that's okay. It's nothing you can do to change that. <laughs> they have to, they're going to have to go through that. And learn on their own. That it's nothing you can do. You can't talk to can't talk people into unbelieving what what they what somebody probably taught them or what they learned or what they wanted to believe. So I would just say just move on. Mm-hmm. Good advice. 
What would you say matters more than love in a relationship? Respect. Mm, deep, respect. deep. Respect. Yes. Once, uh, once you have uh, mutual respect between each other, everything else usually take care of itself. Yeah. And I think, too, especially for a man, respect is really, really important. You know, because yeah. if you... If you, if a woman does not respect you, it's not going to work. No, it's not, not going to work at all. She's going to think you're a pushover. You're too nice. You know, she can manipulate you. All yep. the things. So, yes, I definitely agree that respect is even more important than love, for sure, hundred percent. So, what about nice guys? You know, we always hear that nice guys finish last. Like, why is it so hard for nice guys to to attract women and to you know have a meaningful yeah. relationship? Well, I'm glad you brought that up. The, the problem with the nice guys is these guys, and I, I'm I used to be one of these guys, so I'm guilty of doing this myself. <laughs> um, what happens is um, we go out of our way to do things when. Uh, we just met the we just met the woman like yesterday, and we we called her and and we you know we we met her like the following day, and we show up with red roses and <laughs> and gifts and we don't even know this woman and she knows that she don't deserve any of this because mm -hmm. she y'all don't know each other you don't know anything about her she haven't done anything haven't said anything so. Um, a lot of women see the nice guys as kind of they, they're kind of like manipulators. They, mm -hmm. you know, they want to they they they're you know they they want to exchange something for something in return. So a lot of women kind of look at the nice guys like that, and that's when things get you know a little confusing. So which is partly the reason why a lot of women don't take the nice guys serious. They'll say, well, he's doing all this. All this extra stuff, I ain't asked for none of that. I don't even know him. He's telling me to come over to his house and inviting me the the to the Thanksgiving the Thanksgiving to see his parents. And I just met him two weeks ago, and he's buying me uh, Christmas gifts. And I just met him last week. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of women have a hard time taking guys like this serious because you know they're not on the same page. You know, he's thinking. Uh, wifey, she's wifey material, and she's not even thinking like that. No, no, they're definitely not on the same page for sure. And he gets his heart broken because she moves on. It's like, no, he's too nice for me. So, with a nice, nice guy, what is one of the or some of the important skills a man can have or develop when it comes to dating? Oh, that's a good one. I think a lot of guys have to. Listen, listen what the woman is not saying. Mm, her actions. Yeah, listen to what she's not saying. And this could be online or offline. Mm. You know, I, I you know, I teach a lot of guys how to how to how to um date, use these uh you know dating apps and and uh dating sites. So this could be in print or in person. What what is she not saying? Because, you know, women, um, for the most part, they don't they're not direct. Most women are not direct. They say things indirectly or very passive. So sometimes you got to and you got to pick on pick up on. Uh, you got to read between the lines. Hmm. Yeah, you got to read mm -hmm. between the lines and, and listen. If you listen more than you talk, 
you you pick up on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And then once he sort of decipher what's really going on, what she's not telling you because she's not saying it, what what would be the advice to you you to to him? Like he's picking up, he's taking your advice, he's listening, he's cluing into the things that she's not saying. So what what should he do next? Well, I would say, well, a lot of stuff women say um, it's small talk. A lot of stuff is not, um, it, it might be some stuff where you might just not care about, you know, you like, it's because some stuff is just small talk, chit chat or whatever. But uh, I would say um, if she says something that uh, I guess you would like to follow up on or have a discussion on, bring it up. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. And when when do you think it's a good age for a man to get married? I would say at least 35. Mm. 35. Mm-hmm. Because um at 35, um you start to really know who you are, what you want, and you know, man, your you your career is, you know. In the up decline, going up, um, you pretty much know what you want, where you want to settle, where you want to live uh, around 35. And and you start to um, become more of who you already are at mm-hmm. 35, mm-hmm. you know, and you pretty much um, no, no, I mean, not, it just, this, this is going to vary from guy to guy. But you start to see how the world really works at 35. So that's why I, that's why I 35 is a is a good age to get married. Yeah, I agree with you at 35 is a good age. And I think to uh, men coming to their, like you said, get to know who they are. And really, for the most, most part, not all of them, they're still struggling in this area, but understanding their purpose in life, you know, they generally have that clarity around that age and sort of like settle down yep. into the man that they're, they're, they're supposed to be the you know the relationship that they desire like what they want do they want kids do they want to get married and you know all the things yeah like, it's it's almost like a settling I find around that age that it, it it takes place now when it comes to relationships what would you say most some relationship not all but of course a lot of relationships are failing these days. I think a lot of times you have two people coming together that in most cases, they shouldn't have been together in the first place Mm -hmm. because they, you know, you know, like I said, people raised differently. They have different morals, different different values. Um, And a lot of times um, it's too many mistakes. People can't get, People can't get past the problems that they have in the relationships. They can't. They they want it to work, but they don't know how. To, they don't know how to, to to make it happen. They can't get past the problems, and I think a lot of people, um, it, it, they get overwhelmed, and they don't really know who to talk to or can't find anybody to talk to, and uh, a lot of people just just. Throwing a white towel and say, "Hey, I just give up," <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah, that's why I think that's what I think happens most of the time. 
Yeah, they're not willing to to work it out. As a matter of fact, they it's like they're ready. They're ready to quit at the first sign of disagreement or arguments yeah. or trouble or anything that's going to cause a little bit of riff, ruffle. Yeah. Riffle. Um, they're ready to throw it in. I mean, I did a show recently, Talanda show, um, talking about prenuptial agreements and and some of the examples that I, I refer to is like as soon as the sign of trouble, people are ready are ready to quit. Like, yeah. I don't have time for this. You know what I mean? Like it's such a, a wishy-washy kind of mentality when it comes to relationships and yeah. people don't listen. They don't listen to each other. They don't understand each other. So yeah, they're um, that's number one. Well, quite importantly, one of the reasons why relationships fail because they don't listen and they're just, ready to just give it all in and move on because they think the grass is greener on the other side. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And a lot of people don't really, they're not really committed. No, they're not. They don't really know what real commitment really looks like. Exactly. And this is based on their upbringing and how they were raised. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like, you talk, you referenced early that, you know, we live in a society where everything is like microwave, everything is instant gratification. So I'm currently writing a book and it's all about, you know, beyond pleasure, choosing purpose in every area of your life. And if we look at today's society, it is a pleasure driven society. Oh, yeah. We want everything now. And I mean, we're all guilty of it in some way, yeah. whether that's, you know, we want to watch movies without any commercials. I mean, I love it. I love Netflix, you know, Amazon Prime. You know, back in the day, that was never a thing. You had to sit through the commercials, right? Yeah. You Or you had to wait to the following week to see the next episode. Now you can you can watch Netflix and you can binge watch like the whole season or seasons all at a time mm-hmm. over a weekend or whatever. And you know, we want everything now, like everything is so pleasure driven, instant gratification. We yeah. want it when it comes to relationships. You know, we want it when it, it comes to money. I mean, on so many levels, we, yeah. you know, we, this pleasure driven um, society is prevalent in so many cultures, right? So it's really important that if you're a man and you're, you know, you desire to have a long-term committed relationship is that you're going to go through some stuff, right? Yeah. You're going to go through some stuff and you got to be willing to, to work those things out with your partner. And as long as she's on the same page as well. Yeah. Right? Cause I find that a lot of women these days, they're the ones who are quitting and leaving marriages yeah. and walking away from relationships faster than men. Yeah. And the thing is, is like you have to realize that, you know, everything that shines, it's not once you get over there on that other side. Yeah. You realize it ain't really what they claim it was going to be. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. like, like looking at a, a movie, hmm. you know, and, you know, when they show the trailers and you you be like, oh, that trailer looked nice. looks nice. And when you go to the movies. Like, oh, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so disappointed. And, and that's how a lot a lot of things, a lot of situations in life is just like that. They get you, it's all hyped up. 
Everything is new. It's fresh. Yeah. And over time, you'd be like, this is not what I really thought it was going to be. It's not what I signed up for. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a new job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially like, you know, us women, we're really guilty of this. Yeah. All the all the fake things, all the things that we put on when we go on a date, first couple of dates, you know, the hair, the, the implants, the BBLs, yeah. all the things, right? And then once you get to know her, well, you realize, oh, okay, yeah. that was borrowed or, you know, yeah. bought. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing now, I think a lot of women, I think most women are kind of women. They like adventure, right? Mm -hmm. They like adventure. They like the, they don't like um, routine very much. Now, as a guy, if you notice, as a guy, that should be your mission. That hey, every once in a while, we just got to get out and do something. You know, we, I know we got the kids, you know, we, we got work and we, we work all these hours and whatever, but we got to get out and do something different. We can't get stuck in the routine, you know, because women get, a lot of women, unfortunately, they get bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's not, and it's not just um, women. It's, I think they wired like that. Mm -hmm. and so, so it's not, I tell a lot of guys, don't take it as a, as a, as a, as a bad thing. You know, they're just wired like that. And you as a man, you shouldn't want to be in routine anyway, because when you're stuck in a routine, you're not growing. You know, that's what, that's why I always say. Mm -hmm. So what would be your final words to that man who is struggling? Like he's tried everything. He's tried the dating apps. He's tried, you know, his family has set him up on different dates, nothing. He's been, but he really wants to settle down. He wants to find the one. What would you say to him? And you think he, he you know, he think he has a good grip on who, who he is as a man. What would you say to him? I would say stop trying to do it all by yourself. Mm. You know, we, we're, we, if you want to learn something, you know, we have to be taught how to do something. You, you can't do it. You shouldn't do it by yourself. You don't have to do it by yourself in, in this day and time. Um, it's, today, is much, it's much easier to get help and find people that's been there and done that, and regardless of whatever you're trying to do. I'll tell that guy, find somebody that's been there and done that. Um, go buy my book, Boss Life Secrets, on Amazon.com, and you don't have to go at it alone. You know, um, it's... Uh, you know, it's a big world out here today. You know, um, things aren't the way it used to be. Uh, things aren't the way it used to be when, when I was growing up, you know, because there was no Internet when I was growing up. And then there, and there was no telephone. So I, I remember when the Internet and the telephone came about. And, mm -hmm. you know, today you can there's, find somebody in your town or in your city. There's somebody that you grew up around more than likely as good socially with women. There's some, you know, and that's in every area of your life. Find people that that's been there and done that. People that, um, if you if you could do it, you would exchange their life for yours. <laughs> that's what I would say. <laughs> exactly. And what about you? How do you help men like really, you know, navigate that that area of their lives and become the best version? I um, I find out where they're at in their own lives 
And we usually start from there. I give them advice. I tell them what I would do if I was in that situation. Yeah. And, you know, and of course, I ask them a series of questions, you know. But before I even, like, do a group thing or, or talk to someone one-on-one, I usually tell them to go go buy my book first. Okay. That's where I usually tell them. That's where we usually start from. Awesome. And how can my audience, you know, connect with you on social media? Um, I say you just go the easiest way to find all of my social media is just go to my website at chooseyourrelationships.com. Powerful. Yeah. Everything is there. Yeah. Social media, all my programs, all my books, everything is there. Okay. So chooseyourrelationships.com. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Well, it's so wonderful having you on the show today. And we've learned quite a lot. And I know that this is going to be valuable and insightful to my audience of men because my my audience is about 95% men. So they are going to, you know, they're going to eat up this conversation and glean from your, your wisdom um, gems that you've shared with us today. So thank you so much, Lopez, for coming on the show today. I'm happy to be here. Thanks. Appreciate it. Awesome. All right. There you have it. How to become more attractive to women. Remember to go on over to Lopez's website, how to choose a relationship. I think I said that right. Um, .com and grab his book and connect with him on all social media platforms. Until next time, take care and bye for now.